Hello and welcome to episode 15 of Fireside Stories. My name is Mac and I'll be your host today. We have a collection of three new stories for you. So grab your milk and cookies and a seat next to the fire. Here we go. Today's collection comes from Eggermeyer's Bible Storybook by L.C.E. Eggermeyer. The Twelve Many people besides the four fishermen and Philip, Nathaniel, and Matthew followed Jesus. His teachings were so wonderful that many wanted to be his pupils or disciples. They followed his company from one place to another. Finally, Jesus felt he needed to choose 12 of these men for special training so that they could help in his great work. He wanted to send these men to places where he had never gone. They would preach to the people about the kingdom of God. Even though Jesus knew the hearts of all men, he felt he needed God's help in choosing the 12. One night, he slipped away quietly and climbed the mountain to pray. There in the quietness, he prayed all night for help and wisdom and for strength to do his work. When morning came, Jesus was ready to choose his helpers. Leaving his place of prayer, he joined the company of followers who were waiting in the valley. From them, he chose Simon, whom he called Peter, and Andrew, the brother who first brought Simon to Jesus. Then he chose James and John, the brothers who had been partners with Simon and Andrew in the fishing business. Afterwards, he chose Matthew, the publican, Philip of Bethsaida, Thomas and Bartholomew, another James, who was the son of Alphaeus, another Simon, also called Zelotus, Judas, the brother of James, and last of all, Judas Iscariot, who finally sold his Lord. To these twelve men, Jesus gave the power to heal. He told them to preach the kingdom of God. These twelve he called apostles, which means those who are sent out. And Jesus sent out the twelve to preach to others. The Sermon on the Mount After Jesus had chosen his twelve disciples, he wanted to teach them how to do his work. Up the mountainside they climbed. Then Jesus sat down, and they gathered near to hear him. Many others gathered to hear Jesus too. Jesus said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Perhaps he thought about the proud scribes and Pharisees. The proud will never believe his words and learn how to enter the kingdom of God. Humble people who feel they need God's help to live right are the ones Jesus called the poor in spirit. They are blessed because they shall be given the kingdom of God. He also said, Blessed are those that mourn for they shall be comforted. These words sounded strange. Whoever thought that blessings belonged to the troubled and sad? 
The people did not understand how God loves to comfort his children. Blessed are the meek, said Jesus next, for they shall inherit the earth. He meant that gentle people who control their temper, who try to do what is right, would enjoy God's blessings. Then Jesus said, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Perhaps he thought again of the proud Pharisees who believed that they were so good that they did not need to repent of their sins and seek God's help. Those who want God's spirit as much as they want food and drink will be blessed. Blessed are they who show mercy to others, said Jesus, for mercy shall be shown to them. And blessed are they who have pure hearts, for they shall see God. And blessed are those who make peace among men, for they shall be called the children of God. These words the disciples understood, for they knew that God will surely bless the people who show understanding love, who do not allow sin to enter their hearts, and who make peace where trouble is. Then Jesus said, Blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. People who are persecuted are greatly wronged. After Jesus had been crucified and had risen from the dead, the disciples and other followers learned what it meant to be persecuted for righteousness' sake. Jesus said to those who are persecuted, Rejoice! and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. In this wonderful sermon, Jesus taught how Christians should live, how they should pray, how they should treat their enemies and their friends, how God loves them and cares for them. At the close of his sermon, Jesus said, those who hear my words and do them are like a wise man who built his house upon the rock. When the rain fell, the floods came and the winds blew. The house stood strong. But those who hear my words and do not obey them are like a foolish man who built his house upon the sand. When the rain fell, the floods came and the winds blew. The house fell. Great was the fall of it. The people looked at each other in surprise. Surely Jesus was the greatest teacher of all. But how could they obey his teachings? Love your enemies? Pray for those who mistreat you? Do good to those who hate you? They knew these words sounded like the words of God. Those who loved God wanted to live by these words. God would help them. Jesus heals a leper. When Jesus and his twelve disciples came down from the mountain, a great crowd followed him. Most of the people had come from the cities and villages in Galilee, but some had even come from Jerusalem and other places in Judea. Nearby stood one poor man who did not dare press into the crowd. How much he needed to be healed of leprosy 
he was not allowed to live among his friends and relatives for fear that they would catch the disease. He was not allowed to get close enough to touch anyone who is not a leper. What an unhappy life. The poor leper thought, I wonder if this Jesus will heal me. Before anyone could stop him, he ran to Jesus, knelt at his feet, and worshipped him. Looking up at Jesus, the man said, If you are willing, I know you can heal me. Jesus looked down at the man kneeling at his feet. Great pity and love filled his heart. Jesus knew this man was dying by inches. No doctor could cure this dreaded leprosy. Jesus knew the many unhappy days this poor man had spent away from his home and loved ones. He knew how lonely a leper was. Jesus was not afraid to touch this poor man. Kindly, he laid his hand on the leper and said, I am willing. You are healed now. Quickly, the man jumped to his feet. The weary look was gone from his eyes. The man's face was all smiles. Now he was well. How thankful he felt. At first, it was hard to believe that he had been healed. But when he looked at his skin, there was no sign of leprosy. In God's law that Moses gave to the people, the Lord commanded lepers to offer sacrifices of thanksgiving when they were healed. Jesus reminded the man, Do not tell anyone about this, but go and show yourself to the priests and offer the sacrifice that Moses commanded. The man was so happy and thankful for what Jesus had done that he could not keep quiet about it. He had to tell his friends. His friends told their friends, and so the news spread far and wide. Everyone talked about this great miracle. Many left their homes to follow Jesus. So many people flocked to see him and hear him that he could no longer enter the cities. From then on, he spent much of his time in the country, and the people came to see him there.